0: All right. Welcome back, Freedom Chasers, to another episode of Inspiration and Transformation. Ever felt your vision of success is somewhat blurry? Our next guest might just be the clarity you need. Introducing Mary Katherine Johnson, but you can call her MKJ, dubbed the Success Optometrist. MKJ's expertise is in fine-tuning your mindset, innovating approaches, and equipping you with the right tools it's time to move from social chasing to truly freedom chasing and unlock the doors to financial freedom with a clear focus on the horizon let's explore the world through mkj's lens and understand the path to crystal clear vision of success mkj i am pumped to have you here how are you doing today Oh, hello there, Tim.
1: I don't know if I can even, we might as well just let me just exit stage left. That was uh, that was
0: brilliant. That <laughs> was
1: beautiful. I am doing very, very well and very
0: happy to be here. Oh, thank you. So you are going to appreciate this based on what you do. That was ChatGPT. Now, there is a detailed prompt. It is input, output, right? But it's a good prompt. Once you have the good prompt, it could whip up gold for you. Um, So, MKJ, let's talk about AI. It is 2023 and it has caught the world by storm. I think the world kind of caught on quarter four last year and it's been a wild ride since then. So what do people think wrong about AI? And let's just start there because I think there's so many misconceptions. This is going to do everything for me. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, what
1: do people think wrong about AI? Um people think wrong about ai the same as they think wrong about many things and that is that it's going to solve all my problems and it's going to make everything easier and i'm just going to make it easy it's the easy button it's the thing that'll make me not have to work anymore about anything it's going to not it's going to it's it's going to stop me from having to talk to people it's going to stop me from having to actually do hard work um it's going to it's going to just save my life that's what people are thinking wrong about it.
0: Absolutely. And that transcends AI, right? Because that's what people everything. are thinking wrong about everything in life. It's like, I'm going to start well, a business. This is going to be so easy. I'm just going to do this. And it's, no, it's not easy. And it's not supposed to be. The journey is the fun part. The growth part is the best part. Yes. And same thing with... Mental illness and stuff. I just need a pill. The yeah. pill's going to cure me. And it's like, you yes. just need to work on yourself. Um- <laughs> yes. Self awareness. Yeah. So
1: that's exactly. And I'm so glad you said that because if you look at anything from a mindset of what do I bring? Is this something I need? How can it help? And how can I help others with it? That uh, the, the mindset of, first off, what do I bring? Who am I? Why do I need this? What do I bring? Why am I using this? So AI is the perfect example. I'm, I'm creating a video. It's a launch video for a, a client of mine. And I looked at AI and went, hmm, I've storyboarded this. I know what kind of a video I want it to be. Um, I've given the client the script. And I went, hmm, Instead of hiring a really expensive production company and actually going out and filming this, can I do some of this with AI and a green screen with the client? And I started looking and talk about ChatGPT, I got a a prompt to train ChatGPT on how to use mid-journey for images, if you've heard of mid-journey AI uh, images. And so I did that. Trained ChatGPT. I said, "Okay, give me a prompt." I gave it the, the the type of camera to use to make it realistic, the type of f, the f stop, the all all the lens, the whole thing, right? And ChatGPT then gave me the prompt to put in MidJourney, and then I put that in MidJourney. And oh my goodness, what did I come out with? But wow! And now I'm looking at the next one. Okay, now how can I take that image because it's a real realistic image, a forest with a path, right? Now, how can I animate that? How can I actually make that move? Now, there's another AI tool called Pika Labs, P-I-K-A, Labs. And I can take that image, put it into Pika Labs and tell it, move the camera as if, some, as a, as if a person is walking down this path and have a breeze come through the trees. And it took that image and turned it into a five-second video. Crazy stuff. So that saved me time. But I had to start with my own ideas of how this is going to work and why I would even need it and how it would be beneficial. If I just wanted to do that just for the fun of doing it, I wouldn't have anywhere near the experience that I did with something that was very valuable to me. That was my mindset. That's how AI can work for me. I'm not just playing with it and going, oh my gosh, it's gonna I'm going to lose my job.
0: No. <laughs> Well, actually, I, I mean, yeah, some people may lose their jobs and that's that's bound to happen that's in right. any industry right. right now. And it could come at any time, in any place, no matter what your job is. So that's something that's you right. need to expect to some capacity. You should have some sort of fallback plan. But mm-hmm. anybody whose job this can replace, it could also replace in which place? basically you just become a prompt engineer and you become somebody yeah. that could utilize AI better than most people, which is a skill in, right. in of, of itself. Oh yes. Um, <laughs> like oh yes. When you start, when you look at most of my prompts, they are so detailed. They're like a page and a half. Um, yeah. And it's like, and it's, it's inserting variables, right? So yeah. that you just, you have the prompt. And it, typically for me, like it takes 10, to 40 hours of active testing and refining until I'm happy with it, right? I know, I (laughs) know. Those those tiny little tweaks, those little tiny Mm -hmm. tweaks that you're Mm -hmm. making daily. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, that's not like people just think, oh, I want to ask it for 20 ideas and then one of them is going to be golden. And it's like, no, but you might be able to shove four ideas that that just gave you into one great idea, right? So, I mean, what I like to tell people is it's the best cure in the world right now for writer's block. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and, and forgiving ideas, and then when you're able to use the ideas it gives you to create, um, you know, a structured prompt result or something like that. That's where it's truly magic. Yeah. And, and like you mentioned, yeah. using one AI tool to fuel another AI tool into a third AI tool, that's where the human interaction becomes so important because these tools cannot communicate with each other. Not yet, at least. Not yet. Um,
1: <laughs> don't don't let, don't let anybody hear that. Shh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, I'm kidding. It, that's exactly yeah. right. And the, they
1: can't communicate yet. So again, what is your mindset that you're bringing to it? And mm-hmm. just be curious. That's all I did was I was curious. And I said, what if, what if I could do this? Let's test it out. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what innovation is. Innovation isn't the Elon Musks and the Steve Jobs of the world. Innovation is taking something that is a standard framework. I'm going to create a video. I'm going to storyboard it, whether I actually storyboard it. I'm sure you know what storyboarding is. I didn't work for Pixar. I didn't work for Walt Disney. I, I just looked at it in scenes and I thought in scenes, that's all storyboarding is. This scene is going to do this. This scene is going to do that. And we're talking like a two minute video, right? We're not talking 15 minutes or a documentary. And so I just looked at that and went, how can I, how can I make this differently? Mm-hmm. How can I do this differently? How can I really make this different? Not just better, faster, smarter, cheaper, any other er. How can I be different with this? And that
0: curiosity has led me to, wow, incredible places. Without question. Um so I like to consider myself a creative person. I think a lot of people out there, they, they they look at the term creative and they way overthink it. So I like to try to dumb it down for anybody out there. It's like my creativity is not so much me. It is me being able to connect five ideas that other people have created and make that combined vision my idea. So – there's no such thing as an original idea, really. At this point, especially with automations and AI, it's just there's somebody that has thought it, there's somebody that has thunk it, but not everybody has been able to turn that into a vision that was actually successful. So that's where you can differentiate yourself. It's not creating something new. It's creating something that's different, like you said. That is a great yes. simplicity way of what creativity truly yes. is. Yes. And, um, you know, I I use the term innovate for creativity
1: in that respect because I agree with you when it, there humans have been alive for how long you everything's been done I guarantee you I don't it, it's just been done in a different way right Com, uh, transportation walking horses carriages right trains cars I mean it's it's still transportation so it's all innovation so when you look at something that is a standard framework I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's real estate. I don't care if it's consulting. I don't care if it's product development or SaaS products or um, consumer goods. Anything you can do that is a standard framework, when you bring your previous experience, you embrace who you are, what you've accomplished in your life, what your mission is, what you stand for, what you care about, and you bring it into that framework, you are innovating it. So... It, like the framework I talked about with video, I just talked. That is just me bringing in my curiosity, my previous experience, uh, my passions about AI, and looking at how I can do the. I can create this framework. I can innovate this standard framework, different than it has been done before. Mm-hmm. That's life to me. That that's breathing oxygen. Yeah. When you do that. It, it really shows who you are instead of just following, oh my gosh, I call it slick aware. We talked about self-aware, right? Yeah. But mo- so many of us are slick aware. We're, we're aware of these slick hustle porn stars that are just giving us the blueprint, the one, two, three, ABC, no code, perfect solution. And if we just take it and we just do exactly what they say, then we'll have the Lamborghini too, or we'll have the jet too. No. Take that – if you want to use that framework, great. But you've got to make it your own. You've got to make it you and your experience. I, I'm sorry. I could go – this is a soapbox,
0: so I'm just going to stop there. <laughs> I'm having fun, though, um, because, I, <laughs> because I agree with you. I mean, everybody has a unique lens, and some people may have a more unique lens to view life than others, but everybody has a unique lens, and they simply need to apply what makes – it different for them and it's really that simple and it, it doesn't have really to is. be nearly as much as people make it out to be. and it's such an important thing um because obviously online course creators are going nuts right now and i support them i'm kind of leaning in that direction but it's like um you shouldn't i mean first off like me i'm incapable of following directions i i, I blame it on the adhd because i will have a thousand ideas before i get to step three like oh thank you for telling me i should do it this way but i'm gonna try doing this thing And it's just the experimentation is really the fun of it because the entrepreneur's journey is, is more finding out what doesn't work than finding out what does work. Because as you eliminate a whole bunch of activities, you find out what works simply by process of elimination. It takes time, (laughs) but you'll get there no matter what you're doing, no matter what you're doing. If you do it long enough, the only thing that changes is the time horizon. You'll get there. Yeah. Just don't quit. Yeah, Um. completely, (laughs) completely. Yes. Like I, so here I started, uh,
1: it with chatbots with facebook messenger chatbots back in uh early 2017 uh facebook and january of 2017 and uh i quickly got the nickname chatbot mom okay. uh, because i'm i'm a bit older than the standard bot builder um i have children that are uh, almost as old as, or as old as most of these guys. And one of them who was the same age as my children, um, my sons, nicknamed me the chatbot mom. So that experience, that what I bring to chatbots differentiated me, Mm -hmm. made me different. I was able to speak in a different way, not condescending, not like they're my children, right? They just said that in the sense that I I brought a different... I've been there, done that (laughs) enough times that I just brought that experience into building chatbots and uh, that resonated with people. So that's a differentiator. It doesn't have to be just completely unique where you went and climbed Mount Everest, okay? Um, It can be everyday things, like being a mom, that you take that uh, that experience
0: and apply it to a framework. It's really as simple as that. Absolutely. And what it does is it's essentially niching down. Niching down. Yes. A word I struggle with. I always want to say niche. I know. Um
1: you and me both. <laughs> I say niche. Yeah. Yep. So um, you're in good company.
0: <laughs> yeah. Great. Because then the riches and the niches wouldn't work, right? Hey, yeah. Um, hello. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I I especially in my field, like I, I hate the ambidextrous realtor. It's like, oh, I could do everything. I could do, re-. and it's just like, no, you can. You can, if you want a ton of headaches, um, you can do everything. But if you want a scalable business that you actually enjoy the people that you're working with, because you get to pick the people you work with, by the way, um, <laughs> you should yes. niche down. Um, so I love that concept of what you did with the chatbots. And we need to get into the chatbots because I am so intrigued. So I'm sure the audience is as well. So let's talk about, ways to use chatbots in business. In 2023, which it has been five years at least that people have been doing this, yeah. you've been around along for the whole journey as the chatbot mom. Yes, it's so fun. It really is so fun. Um, I'm not a coder. I'm not
1: a programmer. I'm not a techie. Um, I can speak tech because I used to be a technical recruiter. I was a headhunter for software developers, database engineers. I was I was a headhunter, so I could I had to understand what they do in order to interview them, right? So I've been in that world. I can understand and speak it, but I don't do it. So I had to wait until an actual no-code solution came out. And there are tons. And Facebook was the first one. Facebook started with chatbots, which are just automated responses. That's really all it is. Um, but you can do an if this, then that, You can do a branching tree. If they respond this way, then send this message. If they respond this way, then send this message, right? So it branches off and allows your uh, prospect, your audience member, to take their own adventure with your content. And so I started with Facebook Messenger chatbots, which have now morphed into Instagram and WhatsApp and Telegram. So what that means is you can have automated responses on your Facebook Facebook business page anyone who messages your, your Facebook business page or your Instagram professional account or WhatsApp or Telegram, you can have a bot automatically respond for you rather than you having to handle all those DMs, okay? So that's the first thing. The second thing is what you say matters. Just like you talked about with ChatGPT. What you put in is going to give you the output you may or may not want. You know, we've heard these sayings before, garbage in, garbage out, right? We've heard them. So the automation tool itself is not the end all be all, just like we've already said with chat GPT, what you put in, what your response is going to be, is really going to give you either a positive or a negative percentage. So the chatbots there are one thing. I also, and I still, still, uh, well, I don't really build them anymore. Um, I have a team that builds them, but uh but the conversation is what I love designing. Um, so now we have the, we have those chatbots. Now we also have new chatbots that are uh, that also can be AI driven, but they are more like task bots. So they perform a specific task rather than just being an automated customer service agent or an automated uh, response to a DM. These can actually perform a specific task for you and do cold outreach on Facebook on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Quora, right? You can take a Quora um, if you're on there and, and you uh, have questions that you like to answer. This bot can actually go out. You can tell it what types of questions you want to answer. The bot will go out, bring them into your, your database and say, here's the questions on Quora that match your criteria. You can answer them in your database and the bot will then go answer on your behalf. So that's a specific task. You want, to get, uh, on shows, or, um, you want to get on podcast shows, or you want to get on summits, uh, online summits, or you want to get on stages to speak. Well, there's a bot that can actually do outreach with your specific criteria on Facebook. Let's say you want to talk to mindset um, uh, podcasts. Uh, you can do that search in Facebook, find the either the pages or the people that are those podcast hosts. And you can, uh, the bot will gather those people into a database. You can decide which ones you want to connect and just qualify them and then put in your DM and your friend request, because that's what the bot will do, automatically send a friend request to that person and automatically send them a DM. That just starts the relationship. You're not not offloading the relationship responsibility to the bot. You're just starting the lead generation for the specific task you want. So we started with chatbots that are automated customer service agents in 2017. It's 2016, they started it. Um, and now we're up to specific tasks on social media that we can actually do lead generation, organic lead generation automatically. Yeah,
0: which is tremendously powerful, especially <laughs> in the service-based industry because it is a relationship-based industry. So anybody out there that is b2c and they're thinking that it might be hard to find clients i'm sure you have the solution for them but the easy solution is also to find referral partners what would how could your business possibly change and the loan officers out there are going to love this because they invite me to coffee every day yeah Um, (laughs) that's right um how different would your business be if you could send out 50 messages every day and get 50 responses, start 50 conversations? If you can't find ways to turn that into money, it is not the bot's fault.
1: That's right. That <laughs> yes. is exactly right. And that's it. So we talked, when your first question was, how are people using it wrong? Well, this is how people are using it wrong. They're trying to offload all of the conversation building onto the bot. That's not going to happen. But I'm telling you, and we were talking off air about uh, using these tools. And I'll tell you, the bots themselves make our lives so much easier. But again, what we put in is what matters. So let me give you an example of, and I'll just anybody who wants to write this down, if you're not in a place to write it down, fine, come back later and write this down because I'm going to give you the exact wording. That I use to start that conversation, automated conversation, that right now is getting me a 100% response rate. Okay. All right. You ready? Here's what I say. And it's in my personality. Okay. I say, Howdy. I'm enjoying listening to your crazy awesome podcast so much that I'm compelled to reach out. I'd love to connect further, but I know you probably have enough, quote, friends. So let me know. In the meantime, I'll keep stalking your stuff and loving every minute. Now, who is that about? Is that the typical DM you get, which is, hey, I'm this awesome mindset coach and I think I would be a great fit for your show and I'd be able to tell your audience this, 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 and this that I wrote in my recent book? That's about me. I didn't say a darn. Sorry, I don't know if I can curse. I didn't say a darn thing. <laughs> I didn't say a darn thing about me. This was about them. And you notice I also, if I haven't, most of the time I haven't actually listened to their podcast yet. So I'm not lying in the sense that I, I, I'm not enjoying it. I've looked them up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them respond back with, wow, what a great message to get on a Monday morning, or wow, that was so sweet of you. And usually they're going to test me. And they're going to say, how did you hear about the show? Or what was your favorite episode or something like that? Because they're like me, we get these DMs all the time. Mm -hmm. So then I'll go listen to look at their list. I've already looked at their list and made sure it was what I would like to, to be on and that I'm interested in their show. And then now I'll go actually listen to one of their podcasts. And I'll say, this one is a really cool one. And this is what I got from it. So in other words, we're taking step-by-step in the relationship, Mm -hmm. that's it. And then probably three messages in, I've had some of these conversations, they've been crazy amazing. Um, Maybe three or four messages in, I'll say, you know, and they're getting to know me because if I'm talking to them, they're gonna be researching me, right? So uh, they're going to look at my social profiles. They're going to look at my website. They're going to look at my podcast. And uh, maybe three or four in, I'll say, you know what? When you talked about when you to so and so about this, I think I if you think I if you agree, I think I might be able to provide uh, further information or further value on that subject because of my experience with X, Y, Z. If you think that would be valuable to your listeners, I would love to join you on your show. Up to you. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm not going to pitch and push and none of that. But by this time, we got a relationship going. We've We've actually got a conversation back and forth. It's not just me pitching from minute one. And that takes time. That takes now me taking over as a human to actually further that conversation. So my statistics in getting on the show... 100% response rate, but the statistics of getting on the show are 50% so far.
0: Still great numbers.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) How do you you like
0: a 50% close rate? Everyone who listens to our show knows Matt and I are passionate about obtaining financial freedom through real estate investing. We also know that everyone's situations and goals are different. And while there are programs out there that show you a path to financial freedom... Many of these programs are just too cookie cutter and don't take your personality, situation, and desired outcome into account. Think about the number of times you have watched a guru online and tried to do the exact same thing as they did, but had nowhere near the same results. You are not alone. When I got started, I was continually paying for courses and getting only partial results until I discovered the path that made sense for me. And the results prove this. Most online course creators have let us in on their dirty secret that 90 to 95% of their students never complete their course and achieve their desired outcome. This is why we have opened up a few one-on-one coaching slots with Freedom Chasers Coaching, where you can get a plan to financial freedom that is completely customized to fit who you are and where you want to go and most importantly, how you want to get there. Where you can get a plan to financial freedom that is completely customized to fit who you are, where you want to go, and how you want to get there. The benefit of working with Matt and I is that we are interviewing between 5 and 20 successful people Every single week, we have accumulated hundreds of seven figure strategies and gotten the inside scoop from these successful entrepreneurs. We are able to work with you to pick the strategy that will fit the best and then help you create the custom plan and steps to take you quickly into financial freedom. The fastest way between two points is a straight line. If you want to get rid of the many curves in the road that can make the journey longer and more costly, then go to coaching.freedomchaserspodcast.com and book a call with us. And let's get you on a straight line path to freedom. It's absurd. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, I love it. I love it because we do something very, very similar. Um, and I think this is just an advanced thing. So I learned this from some cold email strategies. Start with a compliment. Always, always start with a real personalized compliment that could only be for that one person. And you will start a lot of conversations. What I love, and then I go straight to the offer, essentially. It's like, hey, we like this thing. And then and that works at about a 20% rate responses. And then I get about half of those. to. Sh- so you're crushing me. A 5X... <laughs> better on both metrics right so i mean you're getting a 5x better response rate and a 5x better booking rate but i mean even my numbers i think in the industry would be fairly good and yes they would the the beauty of cold outreach is even if you suck, you're going to get positive responses. Like you could do a very canned, very generic message. As long as you're talking to the right person, you could easily get five to 10% response rate and then turn, you know, maybe 2% total into appointments, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. when you're targeted like this, the, the potentials are just otherworldly.
1: Yeah. Well, and I got to tell you, um, my goal is not to just close 5%, 2%. Um, my goal is to not piss people off and not, uh, damage my reputation. And so I look at the, if I were to make the pitch in the beginning and I were to get a 20% response rate, I look at the other 80% that are like me because I get those all the time. And I know that person doesn't give it a bleepity bleep about me. They're just trying to pitch me something. And I don't want to have that. I want to actually have real relationships at scale. And the only way I can do that is by being genuine. I've looked at their show. I've made sure it's something that I want to be a part of. I'm not just buying a list or taking all the people in that uh, mindset uh, podcast list and just automatically spamming them all with a message. No, I go through that list once the bot collects it for me and I say yes or no to the ones that I actually want to have a relationship with. That's my goal is a relationship, not a sale. So one of these podcasts, I will never be on his show because he has a like a story show, almost like a, a Paul Harvey, uh, if, if you're if you old enough to know or if I've ever heard of Paul Harvey. It's the rest of the story, right? So he has that. So I'm never going to be in uh, somebody on there. But he knows lots of other people who have lots of other podcasts that I might be able to get on there. So that's the purpose of my conversation with him. First off, his show is flipping amazing. So I'm going to definitely be talking about his show. But secondly, there's a relationship. And if I can get him on my show to talk about how he comes, how he does this, or if he can introduce me to someone else, that's how I've built my entire... I don't do ads. I don't, I don't run ads. I don't do anything like that. I build relationships. And that's how I've got on stages. That's how I have gotten all my clients. Um, and uh, I, that's what's most important to me. So I'm gonna do
0: it in a way that builds a relationship, not just tries to get a sale. Absolutely. And I already love this. Like I don't know why I hadn't thought of it before. It's like just compliment, and I'm sure more people are gonna respond because you're not even asking for something then. They're just like thank you. And then you could go to the ask afterwards. That's but right. Since they since they opened up the conversation, you could that's talk it. about anything. And then you just need to talk to people. And that's, that's the beauty it. of this, because relationships, like I don't I have not thought about a sale in years because I just yeah. talk to a lot of people and they naturally come because I don't even have to try. Because I'm either going to meet somebody that could get me business or if I talk to enough people, they're just going to naturally need it. And then it's like, oh, this is this is an easy transition. Right. Um, Yes. So I think more people need to focus on relationships. And this is we used to ask. It became repetitive eventually because everybody answered the same thing. But when we were talking to seven figure people, we'd be like, what would you keep if you had the opportunity? Would you keep your skill set? Would you keep um, your relationships or would you keep your business? in nearly unanimously relationships. And you get that beat it into your head enough times. It's not what you know, it's who you know, your network is your network. All these cliches are real because they're true. Yes. Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes. And so here, let me give you the example that would be absolutely applicable to everybody or most people listening. So I've only purchased one house in my life and that was 27 years ago and we just sold that house. So that was a, a major emotional time, right? But So there are the there. I my dentist right. My uh, hygienist was a real realtor, real estate agent, and so I would go to see her every six months, and we'd chat, and I'd ask her how the market is, and all these kinds of things. Uh, But when it came time to think about selling my house, the the person I didn't even think of her because I never thought of her except when I went to the dentist, right? I never I, I never even thought of her until I had to go to the dentist. So the person I chose as my realtor was the person that built a relationship with me and actually continued the conversation. Now, if she would have talked to me in between those dental visits, I probably would have chosen her, even though the dentist is a really yucky thing for me. I really don't like going to the dentist. So it probably has a negative connotation anyway. (laughs) But still, if she would have been outside, I would have thought of her. But this other person had something else in common with me, right? We drove the same car and we talked about that car and we love that car and our experiences with that car. And it's like, boom, there she is. She's the person I'm going to have come sell my house. We have a connection that is uh, regular and authentic and similar. The two of us are similar. So, yeah. That's our relationship, not just
0: talking to me once every six months when I go to the dentist. Absolutely. So I'm curious, and if I'm putting you on the spot here, feel free to move along. Um, (laughs) But let's say, um, how could we utilize the same direct compliment strategy for, say, a real estate broker looking to recruit agents or... Um, something like that, and feel free to pivot in any direction that makes sense. Yeah, good question. So
1: I would have to get specific with a particular broker that might uh, might have situations. So can I kind of role play some things with you to answer that? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So the first thing I would ask is, who exactly are you looking for? What type of person? And when I say type of person, I mean experience level and mission what's important to that person and not just performance on the job which is obviously important for most of us but really who they are what they care about and uh what what their experience has been so let's just take that what would be what would be your answer as to the type of person you're looking for
0: okay tremendous from tr- i mean the One of the best questions you could have asked, honestly. (laughs) Um, So I'll give you two scenarios and roll with whichever one you feel is going to be easier. Because, I mean, there's really going to be two for somebody growing a team. You're going to be targeting two people. Um, You're going to be targeting the new agents, um, Mm -hmm. which, you know, they need leads. Basically, they need leads, they need training, they need hand-holding. You're going to target the newer people or you're going to target the more experienced people that are looking to take the next step. Right. So say... Um, in my scenario, I'd be looking at the second part because people that have money are, are much better to work for. Um, <laughs> so yeah. um, I would be targeting somebody making six figures or more. They've kind of figured it out and it's time for them to start removing themselves from the business. It's like, okay, you, you've mastered a skill. It's time to systematize that skill and scale It would be who I want to talk to.
1: Got it. Okay. So then I, um, in order to find that person, And, um, communicate with that person and a message to that person. If I were able to find who that person was in a group of people, whether there was a, uh, I had a search term or, you know, I had a list or anything like that, um, I would probably craft a message saying, and I would look at this person. So I would probably look at, uh, get a list of the, those people, if you're going to buy the list or if you're going to find it on Facebook or whatever, I would get that list. And each person on that list, I would go look at their profile. I would go look at uh, their social media, their the way they're doing things. And I would probably guess that they are at a place where, especially when you're at six figures. They are working a lot and not able to take very much time and they're complaining about not having, having enough time, not having enough money, um, not being able to uh, focus on one thing. There's too many things to do, all those things. So I would probably craft a message that goes something like, hey, uh, I'm, I, and I would look at what houses they may have sold recently. I'm really impressed by the way you marketed that particular house it was unique and it just compelled me to reach out you're going to hear some some similarities to what i just told you right so it it was i really enjoyed or i i was really impressed by the way you marketed that house and it just i just i'm just compelled to reach out i would love to uh hear more about how you're marketing or um i would love to connect and can, and stay in your world, um, and see how you're using your time effectively to be able to expand your ability to market more houses like that. In the meantime, but I but I know you have enough friends, right? Some of these things are going to be consistent everywhere, but I know you have enough friends, so let me know. In the meantime, I'll keep stalking your stuff and loving every minute.
0: It's hard because I mean, from here, the transition is so simple. You just ask them what they want and give it to them for free until until they want to work with you. I mean, it's really that simple because you're starting the conversations and then you're giving value and then they want to reciprocate.
1: That's it. That's it. So they're doing something right. They've reached six figures, right? They're doing something right. So I'm sure you can find something, whether it's, I'm really impressed by the way you marketed your latest house that I saw online or something like that. I mean, there's something they're doing right. Find that thing they're doing right. And from there, that's the only thing I know about real estates, only having sold one house and purchased one house, right? So I know that process in that respect. So I would find something they're doing right. You, you, uh, you know, I'm impressed by blah, blah, blah. I, it just, and it compelled me to reach out to you. That's, that's what it is. It's not about me. And, you know, I really want you to come join my team because I think you could, you could really bring value to me and make me more money. (laughs) Yes, that's ultimately what they're going to do. And you're going to contribute to them as well. But you have to find something that they're doing right, that you compliment them on, that you, that you single them out and make them feel very special that you took the time and you were compelled. These are important words. The two words that I think are most important for me, I was compelled to reach out. Your thing that you did that was amazing compelled me, pulled me toward you. That makes people feel very special. And it has to be true. All right, people, please don't do this and just mass. I swear to God, if I see anything where I've got somebody going and and copying word for word what I just said and sending it out to 50 million people, I'm going to come find you. Chatbot Mom's going to not like you. Okay. (laughs) So don't do that. It has to be authentic, please. And then the second word, I'm stalking your stuff and loving every minute. I'm compelled to reach out. And in a fun way, I'm stalking your stuff. You notice, I, I hope you didn't feel like, you know, creepy when I said that, right? It's a very fun way of doing this. Those two words, no other marketer is using, right? Mm-hmm. You 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 don't hear those two words, compelled and stalking, <laughs> from any other marketer. So you will stand out in a in a good way.
0: Absolutely. And I don't think and I get a lot of cold DMs, right? I got the podcast, I got all these booking agencies trying to get me guests. Um and I've never seen, not a single time could I think of it, because I would have probably stolen this idea by now. I don't think I've ever seen an offerless message. I don't think I've ever seen one. Just boom, compliment. Um, And I just think I get true, genuine compliments all the time. And I love those messages. It's so easy to have a conversation. Yes. What do you love about it? I would love to know more. Please tell me more. And then how is it, because with the offerless message, like you just said, it is, So much easier to sell to somebody when you're not starting. You're not putting yourself into a box because then you just ask questions, figure out what they want, and then tell them how you can bridge the gap. It's that simple. That's all you need to do. (laughs) So here's my question back. I agree
1: 100% because I don't know. I'm not, and and I'm going to use these words about myself. I'm not judging anyone else. I'm not arrogant enough to know that that person needs what I have. I don't know. I don't know if they do. So my goal is not to sell my goal is to start a relationship and that relationship if it is a genuine relationship could sell to that person it could sell to someone else that they know they could say they could introduce me to someone else that i never even thought that might need what i have so i don't that that's the mindset i have i don't my mindset is not i have to sell this person my mindset is is this person someone i want to have a relationship with that's it that's my only goal then if that leads, if it is a relationship I want and it's going to be beneficial for the both of us, it will lead wherever it needs to lead. Mm-hmm. But my time is so much better spent rather than just trying to have the mindset to sell.
0: Yeah, and you don't have to sell when you could start that many no. conversations because simply rule of numbers, as long as you're targeting the right potential fit, you're going to find people that you can help. And, <laughs> and, and if you're really good at targeting these people that you can help, the conversation is supernatural. It's like, oh, you have this problem. I actually fixed that problem. Really cool. And then you have clients that you really like to work with. And then you're not (laughs) shoehorning because, you know, when you go the hard sales process, you could make a lot of sales, but then you end up with these high maintenance clients that didn't want to work with you in the first place. You were just a good salesperson. And then fulfillment becomes a challenge. So if you get really good at starting conversations and and navigating through that process and selecting clients, oh my, life becomes a lot better. It's so fun. It's just so fun because you're right. I've had
1: so many nightmare situations where you don't want to work with this person, and so that didn't start from a relationship. That started from a it, basically them coming to me saying I saw this or I saw that, and I didn't watch. The, I didn't heed the red flags. <laughs> so no, you. It's very very simple when you let go of how much you're going to sell
0: you actually sell more. Mm-hmm. Couldn't think of a better way to end it. Um, MKJ, what an absolute pleasure. If anybody was interested in these strategies, they wanted to get in touch with you for consulting or on your your direct message software, which has me so very intrigued, it would be the best <laughs> way for them to reach out to you. Thank you,
1: Tim. It's been a pleasure. Um, just go to mkj.com. And anywhere on any social media, it's call me MKJ. C A L L M E M K J, and uh, you can reach out to me, send me an email, uh, send me a, a DM, um, go to the site, see what uh, there, whatever's there that might uh, pique your interest or want to start a conversation. Um, I'm always up for an interesting, valuable conversation, and uh, I would love to have
0: one with anyone who might reach out absolutely hopefully they take your message and hopefully you've seen a lot of compliments coming your way mkj um this has been absolutely tremendous thank you so much for giving us a glimpse into your life and into your business and to those of you out there chasing pleasure is all mine seriously (laughs) 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 um to those of you out there chasing freedom freedom is accomplished simply one action at a time. So go out there and commit to taking one action. And I'm going to give you some homework. Find 50 people that you want to work with. Send them very personal compliments that could only be for them. Make the world a better place. I mean, that's the worst possible thing that can happen here. But if you actually look for ways that you could help these people and don't sell them anything, just do this frequently, you're going to change your life. There's really no way you can't. Um, Tell somebody you know that will help hold you accountable. And before you know it, you too will be living a life of freedom. So thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Engagement is like gold to us. We can't do what we're doing without it. Reviews and subscriptions, particularly on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, are worth more than money. So please do what you can to support the show.